Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you have championship DNA, then you know it's time to chase wins. We're uh, chasing wins this year. This is Chasing Wins. Filling in that 14th spot, I'm going to mention the name JTA. Um, And so there's just a handful of guys out there, but I kind of have my own... perspective on what we should do but what are your thoughts on that overall okay so if i had the choice between those names that you just mentioned my first option my first preference is going to be tj warren uh because tj warren i understand that his minutes have dwindled in recent years because he came back from injury and all this kind of stuff right before that, he was averaging 19 points, 18 points, 20 points. Like this, this is a certified scorer in the NBA, a certified starter. Uh, and so a guy like that, it reminds me of a guy like Otto. We didn't know what we were getting exactly when we got Otto. We know that we got a super vet and uh, a guy that is going to know how to play, right? That's the general kind of consensus. He's going to fit in nicely with the team uh and it was a really great kind of addition uh, for that cheap of a price i feel similarly for a guy like tj warren this is this is a guy if if a coach gives him the proper role like like he once had i think he's capable of having a season where he, he would command 10 million per year easy he's 29 years old it's not like he's you know, 37 and in the final legs of his career, it's just like Otto. He was 29 when the Warriors picked him up. So I think he fits in really well in terms of kind of potentially filling in that gap as a, uh, as a small power forward kind of thing. Uh, I, I think he, he can play defense offensively. If you give him open space to work with, he will hurt you. I think he will hurt you easily and badly. So I think he fits in really nicely with the Warriors in that regard. If, let's say, for example, like an insurance policy for Kuminga almost. If Kuminga, for whatever reason, continues to be inconsistent in his third year, then you have somebody, a veteran that you can rely on come playoffs. You need that. You need that insurance policy. Uh, and then I actually don't mind the idea of Blake. I, I think some of the skill sets that he has at this point as a floor spacer like he can shoot the three we've seen him shoot the three and make it in the playoffs and and big stages uh so he's not scared of the moment uh and he's a veteran he's a great passer uh 
So he would be really good for uh, the Warrior system in that regard. Defensively, he uh, in the playoffs at least he he really you know puts in hit, puts in max effort because he's one of those players now where he has to be that kind of player to stick with an NBA team. And he still, you know, can be a lob threat and all these things. Uh, he's played with Chris Paul, obviously. So there's history there. So I I, I kind of like that fit as well. As for a veteran minimum, uh, that's, yeah, I like that. The presence of a Blake Griffin. Uh, JaVale McGee, I, I mean, the Warriors have have Davis. With a shot blocker, he uh, rim threat. Uh, vertical threat, uh, all these things that uh, a great passer, he adds elements to the game that a guy like JaVale McGee doesn't. So I don't necessarily see the need for that. I understand why Warriors fans may want a backup center of sorts that, that can protect the pain and stuff like this. Um, that's always a good thing to have, but you also drafted this, this, this kid who has more abilities on the floor. So I'm less interested in him. Um, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, um, as far as JaVale goes, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, we didn't draft Trace Jackson Davis to sign JaVale McGee. Um, a lot of what JaVale can do is are things that, that Trace can do in his own right, right? Like rim rolling, diving, um, running the floor in transition being a vertical spacer, a lob threat. Now, I'm not going to pretend that Trace is like a seven-footer because he's not, right? JaVale's like a legit seven feet. Yeah. Trace is like six nine, undersized. I get it. But first of all, we've never been a team that's like thrown seven-footers and like these bigs out there post-2019. Like, ever since then, we've been mostly, like, wing slash, like, undersized big heavy, right? Like, in 2021, 2022, 2023, like, we're not throwing, like, our backup five last year, or even two years ago, was, like, Bielitsa, and the dude was, like, not even a five. Like, his skill set's, like, a four, because he can pass and shoot and do all that stuff. So you have to play him next to Looney or Draymond to actually, like, cover up his deficiencies, because he literally can't play the five. Then you look at a guy like even last year, Jermichael Green, like he's a 6'10", maybe? Less. Like forward? Like he's not really even a 5. And he didn't even play well at the small ball 5, but he was supposed to be like that de facto Otto Porter, like small ball 5, scalable forward that can kind of like shift between positions and rebound, defend, you know, hit an open 3, like that kind of thing. It just didn't pan out. He can't defend. He can't defend. And and he was his shot was a little inconsistent, but – but the thing is this, is that Trace can already do the things JaVale can as a, at a backup center role and more. Like he can playmake within the offensive schemes we have. Like JaVale can't really run DHOs like that. JaVale can't really run like or make plays like a kickout or like in transition finding guys or reading the defense and like throw a skip pass like – these are things Trace can do already at the age of 23. On top of that, defensively, I don't see a big – like if you were to sell me on a backup big, it'd have to be from the vantage point of like a positive defender. And I don't think JaVale's a positive defender at this stage. He's 35 years old. He's not a, He's not switchable. We are Like Trace Jackson Davis is far more switchable 
than JaVale is at this stage of his career. And as a rim protector, like, I get it. Again, seven feet. We've seen him, like, you know, block shots at times. But I don't even think he's a great positional defender to begin with. And it's, like, it's funny. Like, this fan base kind of forgets what they've complained about when they had certain players. Like, they almost glorify or, like, have this certain remember like they remember things in a certain type of way like JaVale was this incredible like JaVale was getting DMPs for multiple series straight when he was on our team the only series he actually got like consistent run in was like the Cavs in 2018 I could remember like he didn't really play many like he played in spots and spurts but when you talk about like a consistent 15 minutes in a playoff series, consistent 10 to 15. He really wasn't getting that until like, like only for like two series, maybe three series. So my point is, is that it's not like JaVale is necessarily this player that you're going to play at all times. He's like this must have, you know, must skill set addition that you you have to add to the team because, you know, I just think they overlap a lot with Trace Jackson Davis, their, their skill sets. And then on top of that, I think, like you said, like Trace fits what we do better, like from a just overall uh, fresh leg standpoint, right? And then on top of that, fitting in within the offense, like screen setting, diving, like understanding how to read the defense and make plays and make, you know, read the play before it develops, um, see the play before it happens. He can even like throw like bounce passes and we've seen him like do so many uh, playmaking, you know, an array of passes and all these things. So I just think that's a huge add. And I think we'd, we'd be doing a disservice to our draft pick to essentially move away from that and play a guy who basically does the same things and probably at a worse level. So I don't really see much of a difference other than you can argue a few things, right? Like JaVale has him beat with size, just seven footer experience. Uh, just being in the NBA for over a decade, like having played and, and been around multiple players, but even with the Warriors, just having played with the, within the system before, like you could argue JaVale's experience is, is definitely gr- way greater. And then on top of that, maybe a couple other things, right? But like, I don't see that gap being enough for me to like, I'd rather Trace be the backup big. I think the whole point of like leaning into these players is like, cause we, we, we just traded for Chris Paul. If there's a guy that's going to elevate them, it's going to be CP. And I've seen Trace's defense and I know it's only summer league, but I do think Trace projects to be an above average NBA defender. 